All right, we're back and ready to get into red, which is a color I'm very, very high on in this set. Um, well, starting off, we got the Blister Stick Shaman. It's a common goblin shaman. For It's a 2-1, two, 2 colorless, 1 red. When Blister Stick Shaman enters the battlefield, it deals 1 damage to target creature or player. This guy is solid and limited. I had 2 of him in my sealed deck. And he worked out like a champ. So, I was able to draft two of him and also champ. Yeah, he's all in all solid. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that he kills. Because uh, there's a lot of things with one toughness. And even if he even if he doesn't kill anything, you know, nugging a player and having a 2-1 on the board is uh, A-OK with me. Oh, completely. Uh, next up, we've got Burn the Impure, uh, which is uh, one and a red, instant at common. Burn the Impure deals three damage to target creature. If that creature has infect, Burn the Impure deals three damage to that creature's controller. Uh, and it's got the best flavor text in the whole set, which is Flame Doesn't Kneel to Phyrexia. It is a great card. I had one of these in my sealed pool. And it worked out like a champ every time. Yeah, I like I like this card. I think it's uh, solid, solid, quick removal. Right. My only issue playing it was when I drew it early. I always had to remind myself to just hold on to it for a couple turns because you don't want to waste it on one of their early creatures. Right. What you want to use this on is Sisbear, or. Even one of their fatties, if they have like a Phyrexian Vatmother, if you can block, chump it and then burn the Impure for the rest, you know, there's plenty yeah. of good, good uses for it. And, yeah, it's it's a solid pick. Yeah, I'm all for it. If you're drafting and you're playing Infect and there's nothing really good in the pack, take this instead. Better you have it than somebody playing against you. Now, that being said, um, this will not see constructed play, correct? Um, I it might see sideboard play, but not main deck. Yeah, because I mean it. Uh, I mean, it's like why not just run lightning bolt? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, up next, we got speaking of bolts, we got concussive bolt. It is a common sorcery, three colorless, red, red. It deals four damage to target player. And it has Metalcraft that creatures that player controls can't block this turn. Uh, yeah. I, I started out high on this card, and then I was like, oh, this really isn't good. No, it really isn't. Uh, it's just five mana is too much. Five mana is too much. It's, I mean, you would much rather have a versatile spell that can do damage to a creature or a player. And if you couldn't have that, I'd rather have it say creature than player. Right, and really, Metalcraft, like you're in red, and it's sorcery, so why not just play Lava Axe? Because Lava Axe isn't in the set. Well, true. I'm just yeah. constructed. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, now, a card that I'm all about is uh, Crush. Costs one red, it's an instant, at common. Destroy target non-creature artifact. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So I mean, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Not a whole lot to touch on with it. Nope. 
Okay, moving on. We got Galvanoth. It's a 3-3 rare creature beast. Or a 3-3 beast that comes in at rare, rather. Uh, two red, three colorless. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may look at the top card of your library. If it's an instant or sorcery card, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. There's no reason not to play this card, right? Right. I mean, if anything, it's letting you see what you're about to draw. Right. I mean, it's it's all pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Uh, I think that... I mean, it's a yeah, it's a three three for five and limited, which is solid in red. And uh, it's also, uh, I think, uh, could see some uh, constructed play. Uh, it's definitely a build around card, so uh, it's the type of card that immediately I want to build around. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I want to play this guy with Chandra Blaze and a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of stuff like that so uh and crystal ball crystal ball my card of the week from last week would see play with this guy definitely yeah all right uh next up we have nathasaur uh which was my favorite uh target for my crystal crystalplasm <laughs> i like copying this guy uh he costs six four and two red He's a 5-4 creature lizard at common, and sacrifice an artifact, Nathosaur gains trample until end of turn. Um, He's decent. I mean, just baseline. I mean, I'll pay 6 mana for a 5-4. And optional trample, well, it's that's why it's optional. If you really need it, it'll be worth sacking, sacking an artifact. I mean, I don't know how I feel about him in limited... You know, I liked copying him because I was copying him with this spell that cost three. Right. Uh, this guy costs six, and he's only a five-four. And I think about things like Alpha Tyranax, which I would much rather pick if I was going to go that route with my deck. And you know, because any of the good red stuff you could easily splash. So you know, as far as like removal and stuff like that, you don't need Nathosaur. Uh, so I'm not very high on him. Yeah, it, yeah. I think in constructed you can do some fun tricks with him. But in constructed, people will be like six mana, worm coil engine, inferno titan. No, we're not going to play Nathosaur. True. It all depends on how you build your deck. You could do a weird Nathosaur furnace celebration, perilous mirror type thing. True, and people have been known to build around furnace celebration. Right. So, <coughs> and um, fail miserably. <laughs> yeah. But well, moving on, we got Goblin War Driver. Um, I really like this guy. He's a Goblin Warrior uh, at uncommon, two two for t- double red, and he has Battle Cry. Solid. Uh, yeah, I really like this guy. I had two of them in uh, my sealed uh, from yesterday, and uh, he was uh, he was a champ. He was a champ for me. Yeah, I have, I got zero of these guys in my pool, and I was a little sad about that. Oh. So I think in constructed, he'll he'll be decent. Um, I think that it wouldn't surprise me if somebody tried to bring back a standard goblin deck, but um, yeah. I, I, th- I think I think it's very doable now. Like the the Kadaltha. Rebirth deck was so close to a goblin deck. Like I think right. cards like this just sort of put it over the edge. 
Agreed. So it's it's good. Um, next up, we've got Hellkite Igniter. Uh, speaking of cards that I would I don't mind paying seven for, uh, it costs five and two red creature dragon at rare. He's a five five with flying and haste, and he's got the ability pay one and a red. He gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is the number of artifacts you control. Um, I think even if you have no artifacts whatsoever on the board, this guy is just fine. Oh, yeah. And if you have artifacts like some Mana Mirror, then it's just the cherry on top. Yeah, I... I, uh, This guy was in my sealed pool yesterday, and, uh, and he won me games. He hit the board, and... Either my opponent just scooped to him, or uh, or he just got it done beating on him. Yep. Really solid. Yep. Um, up next, we got a Hero of Ox Ridge. He's a uh, Mythic Rare. Uh, a Human Knight. 4-2. Um, two, two colorless, two red. Haste, battle cry. Whenever he attacks, creatures with power one or less can't block this turn. And not just can't block him, just can't, can't block, block. at all. This guy yeah. really good. Um, he's the type of card I wish I would have had in my sealed pool, because as I played around with Battle Cry, it always made me wish that the guys with Battle Cry had haste. I got two of these guys over the weekend. Wow. Uh, neither of which in my sealed pools or my <laughs> draft. I uh, one of them in uh, my prize pack. And Danielle opened one in her sealed. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it's it's a great card. And four mana for a 4-2 in red is great. And the fact that he has haste and battle cry, that much better. Yeah, he's uh, he's good. Uh, the only thing I kind of would, like, fl- I mean, flavor-wise, it's nitpicky, but I wish he was legendary. And he's a mythic. He, he's the hero of Oxid Ridge. I mean, come on. Right. Give him a name. Give him a name, comma, Hero of Oxid Ridge. Right. And, well, this way you can have multiple out. Well, yeah. I mean, mechanically, yes. I mean, that's the benefit. But flavor-wise, it's just like, come on, dude. You're the Hero of Oxid Ridge. You don't have a name. You're not legendary. Maybe some <laughs> sort of loser. All right. <laughs> Next up is a card that I would easily first pick. Uh, Into the Core costs two and two red. For an instant at Uncommon, exile two target artifacts. Excellent. Yeah. Really, really sweet. Yeah, and um, after that we got Koth's Courier. Um, it's a common human rogue, two red and a colorless, two three forest walk. Uh, I'm actually sweet on, on uh, both uh, her and her counterpart. I think they're both very good. As far as constructed goes, possible sideboard. I don't think either will be main decked. But in in limited, like even if your opponent isn't playing forest, a two three for three is still a solid body. Like it's still it's still a good good blocker. It could still attack profitably in most situations. I mean, uh, it's it seems solid. Uh, next up, we've got Kadoltha Flame Fiend. Uh, it costs four and two red for a four-four creature elemental at uncommon. 
But here is where he's awesome. <laughs> when Kedaltha Flamefiend enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice an artifact. If you do, Kedaltha Flamefiend, de- Flamefiend deals 4 damage divided as you choose among, among any number of target creatures and or players. That oh. is in, in limited you could kill your opponent's board. I I had this played against me once in the sealed, and my board was wiped with that four damage. And I had uh, three creatures on the board. So, it, I mean, it, and then I'm just staring down his 4-4, four which is a pretty, pretty bad situation to find yourself in. I think right. he's, I think he's a solid guy. Solid, and he's a great addition to the Furnace Celebration deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. After him, we have the Kuldatha Ringleader. He's a common giant berserker. Uh, four colorless, one red for 4-4. Four, four. He has Battle Cry, and he attacks each turn if able. I had two of these guys in my seal pool. They, they're not that good. Because what happened 75% of the time is I drop this guy on like turn 5 or 6. Then my opponent drops something bigger or something just as mean. And then on my turn, I, I have to attack with him and he ends up dying. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of this guy. Uh, I played against him quite a bit in the tournaments over the weekend. And he he never, like I never had a problem with him. So, yeah, I not good. There's better ways to spend five mana. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got metallic metallic mastery uh, sorcery at uncommon for two and a red. Gain control of target artifact until end of turn. Untap that artifact. It gains haste until end of turn. Uh, it's it's uh, threatened for artifacts. Well, yeah, it's you know any of those mark mutiny type things. But it's really the best answer to Wormcoil Engine. Yes, that that is true. Um, it can also just do some shenanigans. I kind of like it with uh, I like a target that I'd like to use it against is like Tumble Magnet. Um, that being said, it's a sideboard card. Like it's definitely something you want to sort of. You need to have something in mind for it when you bring it in because. It's not always going to be what you want, and it's going to be a poor top deck in most situations. Right. So. Um, yeah, pretty decent. Uh, the next is Ogre Resistor. It's a common ogre. It's a 4-3 for two red, two colorless. You know, it's a generic creature, but he's good. I'll gladly pay four mana for a 4-3. Yeah. Definitely. I, I played with and against this guy and solid both times. Yep. I had, um, I think, one or two in my sealed pool. And, you know, you drop him out. If you got one or two battle cry, great. So he's just a solid body that your opponent has to, do, has to deal with. All right. Next up is Rally the Forces. It's an instant at common. Costs two and a red. Attacking creatures get plus one, plus O, oh, and gain first strike into out of Sharn. So a little red combat trick. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. I, I wouldn't main deck it in constructed, but it's decent and limited. And you know, I mean, it depends on my limited pool, but there's a good chance I wouldn't play it in limited. 
I um, had one of these in my pool and did not play it. Yeah, same. So. Um, up next, we got Red Sun Zenith. Um, one red X. It's a rare sorcery. Red Sun Zenith deals X damage to target creature or player. If a creature dealt damage this way, would be in would be put into a graveyard this turn. Exile it instead. Shuffle Red Sun Zenith into its owner's library. Uh, the worst uh, Zenith, but you know that being said, like the worst is not necessarily unplayable. It's good. Yeah. It's like disintegrate, but better. Yeah. Yeah, because it, um, it gets shuffled in. It gets shuffled in, and it's exiled. So you can hit a um, Worm Coil Engine with it. Granted, for seven mana, you could just do a myriad of the other, you know, exile effects. But it's good. It gets yeah. around. Um, gets around weird graveyard things. I would definitely first pick this card in limited. Oh yeah, no reason not to. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's reusable removal, which is uh, always good in limited and. Uh, you definitely wouldn't have to be pumping a whole lot of mana into this thing to kill the things that are relevant on the board in, uh, in Scars of Merited Limited. Right. Uh, next up is Slagstorm, uh, which is a sorcery, rare. It costs one and two red. Choose one. You know I like choices. <laughs> Slagstorm deals three damage to each creature, or Slagstorm deals three damage to each player. I really like this card. It's a combination, well, it's a modular pyroclasm or lightning bolt. And it's three mana. So yeah, no reason not to play it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I in constructed I'd probably play it over pyroclasm. Unless it was such where I needed the pyroclasm as the two slot. Uh I think pyroclasm is still better. Um, the, the biggest thing I've been hearing talk about is like, why is this a rare? Um, and I think that's because like in limited get this because it's good and it will wreck, it will wreck boards Yeah. because things are so small in this set that three damage, you're pretty much killing, you're killing a lot of stuff. Let's just, I mean, let's just say that like you're board wiping with with this uh, card. I mean, minus the Alpha Tyranax. Like, in the, uh, in the, this is the deck that dinosaurs, the dinosaurs archetype, or this is the card that the dinosaurs deck really wants because, uh, you know, you pretty much wipe, wipe the blockers, your creatures are still standing and you are swinging for massive amounts of damage. So, right. Yeah. That's very good. Um, up next, we got Spiraling Duelist. It's a uncommon human berserker. Two red, two colorless for a three-one metal craft. It gets double strike. I don't. Not yeah, I don't really like this card. Meh. I played yeah. against it. It. My opponent never got metal craft. It never mattered. And you know, I mean, I I was talking at the beginning of this about a quarter paladin that I've got no problem playing a three-one. Um. A quarter paladin is really good because he's two. I will play a three-one for three, but a three-one for four is just not, not what I want. Yeah, it's just, yeah, not that good. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to green, and uh, we'll start right up with 
Blight Widow is a creature spider common. A 2-4 for 4, so we're talking giant spider. It has reach, but it also has infect. It's a infect giant spider. Yeah, how many times did you play against this at the pre-release? Zero. I played against this guy a lot, and let me tell you something. He is scary and annoying. He is a monster. Like, all right, like out of commons in the set, I would have absolutely no problem first picking this guy. No problem first picking this guy and going in fact because he is. I mean, he's Cisbearer Plus, right? Like he's he's you know. I mean, in many ways, he can be better than a Tangle Angler. Like, right. Well, the reach helps out quite a bit. Oh man! And the four toughness, so it's incredibly, <laughs> incredibly solid card. Yeah, he's he's good. Like, it, it, he's he's the type of guy you definitely want in your infect deck. Right. Even yep. constructed. Yep. So um, up next, we got creeping corrosion, sorcery rare. Two green, two colorless, destroy all destroy all artifacts. Uh, nothing really to say about this card except that uh, it's the answer to a lot of artifacts. Pretty much, it's day of judgment for artifacts. Yep. Um, only downside, if you know, it's a destroy effect. So if their artifacts are indestructible, you it's not going to do dick. True. But so, it's it is in green, so you've got plenty of ways to. Uh, Deal negative one, negative one counters to those. Right. So yeah, it's it's a good card. I uh, I don't. Do you think it would be first pick? I'd say no. Oh, I'd first pick it. Yeah. Uh, here's okay. here's why. Uh, because I don't want to play against it. <laughs> so okay. even if I didn't go green, that's the first pick card that I don't mind losing. Like you know where I don't. It, like, it's unplayable for me. I end up going a completely different route with my deck. But you know what I don't have to worry about? Creeping Corrosion. <laughs> okay. Because because I only played against it once all weekend. And that one time I played against it, it blew me the fuck out. That In is... a big, bad way. Oh, that makes perfect sense, then. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Fangren Marauder. Uh, he costs five and a forest for a five-five creature beast at common, and whenever an artifact is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may gain five life. Um, <laughs> this guy's awesome, and, and sealed anyway. I had two of them in my pool, but didn't couldn't really justify going green, seeing I was already splashing other colors. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, had I had more ability to go green, definitely would have been played. I'm pretty sure the Dinosaurs deck has no problem with this guy. Oh, not at all. Um, I mean, he's kind of a blank against Infect in certain ways, but he still is a 5-5 body, which is okay, but you would rather have an Alpha Terranax against uh, Infect. Actually, I'd be more likely to have this guy on my sideboard and bring him out against non-Infect decks. Kind of bring him out in game two against non-infect decks when I know that he's going to be very relevant. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, 
Now we have Gliss's Courier. It's the counterpart to the other one. Uh, two green, one colorless, two three, Mountain Walk. Oh, it's a common horror creature. Um, I think pretty much everything we said about the red one applies to this one. Exactly. Yep. So the whole way. Yep. Solid. Yep. Solid. All right. Now the best, the best uh, zenith, green sun zenith. Costs green, a single green and X sorcery at rare. Search your library for a green creature card with converted mana cost X or less. Put it onto the battlefield. Then shuffle your library. And then, for some reason, you shuffle Green Sun Zenith into your library. This card is totally awesome. And potentially too good. I got two this weekend. I can't wait to get two more. Yeah. Um, I believe it was limited resources in their set review that asked um, what four cards is Valakut going to cut so they can put four of these in to essentially have four more Primeval Titans. Yeah, uh, very, very, very true. Like, this this guy is really good. I'm pretty sure every competitive green constructed deck will run at least two, if not four of these. Yeah, so there's a good chance you're going to see him in... Actual constructed decks, there's a good chance that you're going to see Green Sun Zenith at Friday Night Magic. Um, I think that this is going to be sort of one of the one of the upper money rares in the set, as far you know, as far as non mythics. Right. Um, you know, because I think going through the rares that we've listed so far. I don't see any that will peak like the ten dollar range. I think I think Green Sun Zenith is gonna sit on the ten dollar range. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay, next we have Lead the Stampede. It's a uncommon sorcery. Two colorless, one green. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal any number of creature cards from among them and put the revealed cards into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. I'm fine with this. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, it, if you need gas, it's got gas. Yeah. But it's it's okay. And constructed, no, just play Green Sun Zenith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I like it better than the uh, uh, the one from Zendikar Block. So. The one from Zendikar Block. Yeah, there was a spell similar to this, but I think it cost four. And you uh, summoning trap? No, no, not summoning trap. Oh, uh, okay. No, summoning trap was good. Um, this right. was this was a, like I think it was a common. Right. And I think it cost four, and you looked at uh, you looked at you know the top so many cards and right. You know, put put any creature cards in your hand, the rest on the bottom of your library. But uh, but I like this a little better. It's one mana cheaper, and uh, and I think in this set it could make a difference, make a real difference. So okay, as far as limited, that makes sense. All right, uh, next up we have a card I really really like. Uh, Malira's Keepers is a creature human warrior at uncommon. Is a four four for five. And Malira's Keepers can't have counters placed on it. Yeah, this guy's the 
best anti-infect I've seen in a very long time. And even if you're not playing against infect, he's just a solid body. And with a lot of the negative one, negative one counters being sort of spread around, uh, you know, through the color pie, like he he become he gets a lot of value. Now you can't gore vassal him, and you know things like that. Right. Um. Or you know, I mean, fume spitter blank. Uh, yeah, fumes for blanks on him. Um, luckily, my Vidalkin anatomist still taps him down. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> at least that's something. But uh, yeah, I think I think he's solid. I I would definitely play him if I'm in green. Like dinosaurs deck loves this guy, loves him to death. So. Yep. Um, up next, we got Mirror and Metal. It's a common, instant, one green. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Metalcraft, they get plus four, plus four instead. Uh, I don't know why they bothered putting a Mirren watermark on this thing, because we know what deck's going to play this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's... Because, I mean, whenever you're playing the Infect deck, you're counting mana. You're counting... You know, if they have it, if they have untamed might, how much poison counters will I get if I'm open here? Um, you know, one mana they can be completely dangerous. So that's, yeah. you know, that's uh, it's a little scary. Yeah, it's uh, it's decent. And I say if you're in fact you play it. Right, and constructed. Mm, there's better options. Oh yeah, much better options. So. Uh, next up, we have Phyrexian Hydra, uh, which costs three and two green for a creature Hydra at rare. He's a 7-7. Seven, seven. He's got Infect. But his his drawback is if damage would be dealt to Phyrexian Hydra, prevent that damage. Put a negative one, negative one counter on Phyrexian Hydra for each one damage prevented this way. So I mean he gets he shrinks but uh but man he's a 7 7 for 5 you know even if they galvanic blast him he's a 5 5 for 5 he's a beater Yeah I got one over the weekend didn't really get a chance to play with him so um I like him I think the infect deck's going to love him because you know what the infect deck loves to play uh Bladed pinions. Oh, definitely. And you pinions this guy up, and it's just like, prevent what? Like, I'm first striking you with a 7-7. Seven, seven, and he right. flies. And there's nothing in the air that's gonna that's going to top him. Yeah. So yeah. Um, up next, we got Pista Strike. Yeah, how, however, if they do, oh, yes. if they do Bladed Pinions up a Phyrexian Hydra, you've got an answer in Pista Strike. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, it's a common instant. Two colorless and a green. Destroy target creature with flying. Its controller gets a poison counter. Uh, this is scary because I love playing, uh, like, especially blue. I love playing blue flyers in Scars uh, a Limited. And now there's that uh, that destroy target creature with flying, and I'm gonna get a poison counter. Ugh. I think as far as constructed goes, if you're playing poison, great. If not, 
plummet. Both of them sideboard. Yeah. Uh, next up, Plague Maw Beast. Uh, he costs five. He's not a seven seven. He's a four three. Uh, but his ability, oh, he's a creature beasted uncommon, and his ability is you can tap him, sacrifice a creature, and proliferate. Eh. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, that's pretty much sums it, right? Yeah, I'll skin render this guy. No, yeah. by him. Um. So up next we got Praetor's Council Sorcery Mythic Rare, three green, five colorless. Return all cards from your graveyard to your hand. Exile Praetor's Council. You have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game. Oh, hey, this is what you play in that Consecrated Sphinx multiplayer deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's decent. I don't really know. Eight mana, though. I just don't know, especially for Constructed. My typical rule of thumb... Yeah, if it's more than seven or eight mana, it should be winning winning the game for you. Don't know if this really does it. I would not be surprised if Valakut puts this in the sideboard, or uh, if uh, I would say even even more so if Aldrazi Green puts this in the sideboard. True. I mean, that's those are both good. They have no trouble with eight mana, and you know if somebody's able to answer their deck. Like think like think about how this blanks tectonic edge. Right. Or lets you reuse your tech edges. Yes. Or lets you reuse your tech edges. So I mean you know, I mean so it could be a solid sideboard card for Right. Plus Green Landfall is quite possibly one of the better decks for this. Yes, I've thought about that as well about because the next turn after you play this, you have a handful of Harrows, Kalani Hearts, Explores. I mean, you, you could just start dropping that crap, and you're not going to have any land left in your deck. Here's an interesting combo. Okay. <laughs> All right. You play, like, this red-green mana ramp, right? Right. All right, and you you tap all your mana... You devastating summons for everything, and then you spend eight to return all those lands to your hand. I like it. Uh, <laughs> and devastating summons. You return that to your hand, too. Right. <laughs> eh, not bad. <laughs> it's just a thought that popped into my head. Yes. I'm like, how do you abuse this? Sometimes <laughs> cards are just not abusable, but... You know, time will tell on this guy. It, it takes somebody with more brain power than me to, to <laughs> do something with this thing. Uh, next up, we have uh, a card that I love to play against. Quilled Slagworm. It costs four green, green, green for a creature worm at Uncommon, and he's an 8-8 Vanilla. John Anderson, ask me why I love to play against Quilled Slagworm. Why do you love to play against this guy? Because my favorite color to play in Limited is blue. And do you know what Quilled Slagworm has a hard time with? Counterspell? No, I don't. No, I'm talking about Limited. I don't play oh. counterspells. Uh, let's go with uh, Creature Bounce. How about Flyers? 
Creature bounce, yeah. Creature bounce, or now we've got cryptoplasm, so I'll just make my own 8-8, and I'll spend three. Meanwhile, he's all tapped out. Um, any number of things that just swing the tempo. I'll Looming Grid Drake with Metalcraft. I mean, those are things. This is why, you know, it's creatures like Quilled Slagworm, why I avoided green like the plague, no pun intended, uh, in M11. Because my opponents would tap out to play their big 7-7 trample guy or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, Aether Adept? Like, now you've spent a turn doing nothing, I've got board on you, and you're just going to play that guy again. And, you know, now I'll, I'll unsummon him next. <laughs> and then I'll start swinging on you. Like, it's, it was just ridiculous how, how that went with green. But uh, because green had no answers, green was the only color in M11 that had no answers. Not so much, not so much now with green in this set. But uh, but Quilled Slagworm reminds me of an M11 card, and I still wouldn't play him. Um, well, up next after that, we got Rot Wolf. Now this is an awesome card. He's a common wolf, two two, two colorless and green. Infect. So like, that's great already. But on top of that. Whenever, he, whenever a creature dealt damage by Rotwolf, this turn is put into a graveyard, you may draw a card. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Because infect creatures get chumped a lot. Yeah, and on top of that, really, infect sort of has a problem gassing out. Not anymore. Yeah, I've, I've noticed a lot of infect decks have started taking infiltration lens a little bit higher than they normally would because of that. Right. Um, Imagine an infiltration lens on this guy. Infiltration Lens actually won me a game over the weekend. Nice. So it was one just one of those things where I had one card in my hand and it wasn't anything too good. But um, I had two guys on the board and he had two blockers and had just cast the black card that lets him bring two guys back to his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I obviously had to attack in and to get rid of those two guys. Um but I had no no gas left in, in my hand. So I just equipped the uh, the infiltration lens, attacked in because he had the block. I drew two more um, you know, moderate creatures, like they were three threes, I think. So I was able to drop them, do counteract his other creatures, and it eventually won me the game. Right on. So I was actually surprised that that worked out as well as it did. Next up, we have uh, Tango Mantis. Who's a creature insect at common? Uh, he costs two and two green for a three four, and he's got trample. I like this guy. Yeah, he's decent. He's got a good body on him. Trample is is a plus, but not really necessary. Like I'm fine like swinging at this guy into oxidative scrap melters, skin renders. There's a lot of three threes in the set, and having a three four for four. Is uh, is pretty good against them, right? So he's good. Um, up next, we got Thrun the Last. <laughs> he's a legendary troll shaman, mythic rare. Four four, two colorless, two green. He can't be countered. He can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponent controls. And you can pay one green, one colorless, and regenerate him. Oh, uh, he's a badass. He's a badass unless you're playing against poison. Yeah, well, I mean, nah. I mean, he's got a big enough body that 
you should have other creatures you're playing with. Like, I, I'm not, like, if I'm playing with, with Thrun against Poison, like, I I treat Thrun as, uh, you know, just a, a guy that is not going to interact with the Poison creatures in any way. All right. I mean, he's hard to get rid of, but those negative one, negative one counters, uh, no good. Right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, they need... Like, there are ways to deal with Thrun, uh, but they're really good. I mean, like, that white spell we were talking about, take you know, helps out against them. Yep. Uh, so does uh, Contagion Engine. <laughs> yep. No, all in all, he's awesome. He's a first pick, and he'll see plenty of constructed play. Oh, yeah, he'll see plenty of constructed play. Um, next up, we have Unnatural Predation. Uh, it costs a single green. It's an instant at common. And target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains trample until end of turn. Awesome. Yeah, the big thing here is not the plus one, plus one as much as the trample. Like, that. that's just key. Because there's not a whole lot of trample in the set. Yeah. Instant speed trample for one mana? Really good. Yeah, really good. And really something that Infect really likes. Yeah. Another another infect card. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so up next we got the Viridian Corruptor. Oh. Um, he's an uncommon elf shaman. Two green, one colorless for a two two. He has infect, and when he enters the battlefield, destroy target artifact. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, he has a comes into playability. He has infect. <laughs> Three mana for a two two infector is pretty good. Yeah, Danielle was playing a couple of these guys in her deck. In her sealed, and he was a beating on people. Yeah. Oh, uh, just that destroy the artifact you just played. Oh, and I've got this two-two infect guy. How you like that? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Viridian emissary. Uh, he's a two-one for two, creature elf scout uh, at common, and when Viridian emissary is put into a graveyard from the battlefield. You may search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. I'm fine with this guy. I'm not too thrilled about him. I'd play him in limited, but not constructed. You know what? I like him better than Horizon Spellbomb, which is right now is the only mana ramp in limited. Uh, I would play this guy over Horizon Spellbomb because he's faster. Okay. Yeah, for limited, okay. Not so much for constructed, though. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of other things that Constructed can use over this guy. Okay, shall we move on to our multicolor? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and knock out the multicolor because there's only two of them. So um, so the first multicolor in the set is Glissa the Traitor. She's a zombie elf, mythic rare, legend. 3-3, uh, three, three, two green, and one black. So already a solid. Um, first strike, Death Touch. Whenever a creature an opponent controls is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you may return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, I never got to play with or against her in Limited, but I assume she's just a first pick card and you um, loved her. I did not have to play against her either, but I heard a lot of people across the room <laughs> playing against her, and there, it sounded like they were a little grumpy, so I'm assuming she's awesome. Well, awesome. That is great news. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, what about uh, constructed? Do you think there's a place for? Um, 
I don't know. She is aggressively costed. Right, she, she's aggressive, but if you're playing black-green, chances are you're probably going to be trying some sort of uh, infect. But if you're not playing black-green infect, then I think she'd make it into a just a you know, beat stack or something. Okay. And lastly, we have Tezzeret, Agent of Bolus. Uh, he is a Planeswalker. He's the only Planeswalker in the He's set. He's the only Planeswalker in the set. He's Mythic Rare, of course. And he costs two, a very dubious blue, and black. <laughs> and uh, here he comes in to, to play with three loyalty counters. And his abilities are plus one. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Minus one. Target artifact becomes a 5-5 artifact creature. By the way, that's permanent. (coughs) And minus four. Target player loses X life and you gain X life, where X is twice the number of artifacts you control. Um, I really like him. He is awesome. I only saw one of him this weekend, and I watched a couple couple turns where the guy was playing him, and he seems really solid. I mean, he's black-blue, probably the best black Planeswalker printed yet. Well, yeah, because they paired him up with the, the best Planeswalker color. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's the only downside to the card. Does blue need any more good Planeswalkers? Well, he's not fully blue. And here's here's my thing with it. Uh, and this is why I was explaining to somebody, because somebody's just like, man, now you got Big Jace and Little Jace and Tezzeret, and, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. <laughs> like, Tezzeret is not a Jace, either of them. He's not either Jace, because Tezzeret does very specific things that require specific things, whereas Jace is just good. And Little Jace is just good. They do things that every deck wishes they could do or already does in some fashion. Right. I mean, he's a very solid Planeswalker, but definitely... He's a build-around. Right, he's a build-around. You don't put him in every blue-black deck. Right. You you presumably would put him in a deck with a lot of artifacts. Right. I think the key question is, is when is Wizards of the Coast going to quit giving blue good Planeswalkers? Well, I think they do that because blue has all the good abilities. Well, yes. I mean, black is very lacking in the Planeswalker. At least at least they figured out that four is where you want to be for mana cost. Right. Four is the sweet spot. So. I mean, they got a good one in red, though. Koth. Koth right. is sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bottom line, Tezzeret's good. Build a deck around him. Have fun. All right. Now, here's, here's a little story to wrap up this segment before we break and then come back for artifacts. In my sealed, I went uh, Phyrexian on the first sealed that I did. Okay. Uh, and I opened up my packs, and I didn't have... Like, I didn't have a poison deck there. And I was just like, this is very frustrating because I can't build a poison deck out of this unless I'm going to be like some of the people around here and do the like the half-infect thing and i'm not gonna do that so i'm like this is bad news <laughs> what am i gonna do 
but I had a Tezzeret. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm like, you know, people are just like, oh, you got a Tezzeret? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I think he's going to be on the sidelines. I don't know if I can play him. And then I was looking at my artifacts, and I'm like, all right, what artifacts do I have here are playable? What are unplayable? And I actually had quite a few playable artifacts. Uh, I had 18, in fact. And I'm like, well, I could play 18 artifacts, and then I could play, you know, some blue-colored spells. I played uh, – and my blue spells were not a lot. Like, I played Vidalcan Surtark. Because I was always going to have Metalcraft. And I played uh, Looming Grid Drake. And I played Vidalcan Anatomist. And okay. and I played Crush and Into the Core. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played a Foil Crush that I opened because the foils could be either Mirren or Phyrexian. So I'm like, well, I've got this Crush. I've got this Into the Core. Why don't I go blue-red? I'll run four swamps, and this is my sealed deck. My blue-red Phyrexian deck. (laughs) Nice. And I took second place, and Tezzeret is a beast. Oh, I mean, I should mention that I got some other very bomby cards in the artifact section. I mean, a lot of my rares were actually artifacts. Okay. (laughs) So... I mean, aside from an asceticism that I opened, I opened Lux Cannon, I opened Mimic Vat, so and uh, a card that we're gonna get to, I opened Bone Hoarder. So, like these were all cards that can be played in this deck, and I'm like, this is great. And like, I'm like, I've got Mimic Vat, and I've got some removal. Like, I I can make this work, right? You know, I had Corrupted Con. Oh, Corrupted Conscience. I also ran in that oh, deck. Excellent. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's what I, that's why I did. And, uh, that's why I got blown out by the Shatterstorm effect. As you can imagine, <laughs> I was left with nothing on my board, but Tezzeret. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, he, he is a legitimate beast. All three of his abilities are very, very good in limited. I mean, and it, like it's there's just something satisfying about swinging in with your lux cannon for five damage and <laughs> you know it's just uh, like there's just a lot of really fun things that you can do and it was just it was great and people were scared of him and they had a hard time killing him because my favorite ability is his plus one ability i used it a lot because I was just like, let me just keep getting my gas. Let me just keep doing it. Keep doing it. And it like, it was great. So that's my Tezzeret story. Excellent. Took me a second place in a sealed in my Very red nice. my red blue Phyrexian deck. <laughs> oh oh, uh, the other very bomby card, and we're gonna talk about it later. Uh, Decimator Web, but oh. we'll we'll talk about that after the break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 